Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this week on episode 69, we will be talking about top five vampire films. All right, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we mentioned in the last couple of weeks that we were doing this, mm-hmm. um, so this will be, like, kind of, hello. <laughs> we have a uh, visitor. <laughs> um, this will be kind of, um, the... <laughs> <laughs> there's a cat on the table. Um, uh, this will be sort of, like, our final sort of episode for the, our, our sort of spooky Halloween kind of, uh, ear, um, you know, time period for this, yeah. for this year yeah uh, uh you know october basically mm-hmm. um and uh so you know the last couple of weeks we've been uh reviewing talking about a couple of horror films um and um so this week we're gonna do uh we're gonna talk about some vampire movies yeah. um so last year i think we might have mentioned this last yeah. week but last year uh we did in our first year we did like a big top five horror yeah um kind of a scary movie top five of that month Mm -hmm. um and we went pretty in depth very in depth is like it's probably still one of our longest episodes yeah um and we had a lot of you know honorable mentions and things like that Mm -hmm. um but we talked about how we kind of deliberately left out vampire movies because it's kind of a big sort of subgenre of its own it's it's pretty huge um and there's just so many and everything and it, and it has such a distinctive well its own I think it's a big part of it is elements. a lot of vampire movies are like vampire and horror not necessarily like those are two different things that sometimes cross over but a lot of vampire movies not necessarily horror movies yeah and so it to I mean, to, say... to include I I think how I sort of felt about it is. I couldn't include some of my favorite vampire movies in a horror top five because they weren't horror movies. Okay. You know, and this being separating it straight into its own mm-hmm. uh, uh, category of just vampires, it frees it from the, the I guess it's the setting versus genre of, because I don't think like vampire movies is a genre. Well, it's a subgenre. It's a subgenre. It's, it's yeah. part of horror, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but I mean, I've seen I've seen many. Uh, I mean, I mean, you could, there's many a vampire uh, property out there that is not scary or yeah. anything, you know. Um, but uh, it's true. But but, horror, but it was it, it is mean, such horror, a large category of things can too. Sometimes be yeah. horror is not necessarily scary. Uh, per yeah, se. yeah, yeah. I mean, traditionally it should be, but I mean, it's kind of it's kind of. Uh, expanded to include a lot of things that are um, have certain well, there's tra- many subgenres, trappings of of horror and yeah. and things like um, horror like um, like gore and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that aren't necessarily mm-hmm. scary per se. Um, so I mean, yeah, mm. it, it, it's it's a little bit muddled yeah. at this point. But, but def- I, I definitely like last year. Yeah, we didn't include it because it was just it was just too much to put into. Yeah, that it's like it's, it gets because yeah. then it's like, well, then which ones you choose to put on your actual list? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it just turns mm-hmm. into this. So yeah. it seemed like it was a good idea to do it as its own thing. 
um, we, the year came around again. Uh, we're yeah, so still it, doing the this podcast. episode. This episode is is kind of almost like our it's longest an, planned out episode it's ever. It's an appendix. <laughs> it's an appendix to the Inter- last yeah. year's. Inter- or, yeah, it is kind of our longest planned out episode ever because like well yeah. we knew we were going to do top five vampires yeah, we, we knew we weren't going to do it till we didn't know exactly when yeah. we didn't know if we would still be here yeah, yeah. at this point yeah um or what exactly we would be doing can't get rid of um, us we were surprised and of course we didn't at the time we didn't have we hadn't started doing the idea of the of the decade top, the, no that was lines. yeah pre so the decade because thing, yeah. next episode is 70 yeah and that's Top five of the seventies, obviously, with what we've been doing, we're, we're sliding um, a bonus. We're doing basically a bonus top five because otherwise mm-hmm. there wouldn't be one until no. the seventies one. Or Nor- until, normally, until normally one. the uh, the the top five is, and this especially with the we've been doing the decade ones too, is um, in some ways it's kind of like oh I don't have like a like a prescribed movie I need to watch this week. Yeah. Um. I mean, I usually watch sometimes watch more than one movie a week. Um, depending on my time, but, uh, I was able to, you know, it's like, oh, it's top five this week. I can just watch anything, yeah. you know, I can like watch some like, like, you know, whatever kind of movie and it right. doesn't, doesn't need to, um, but oddly enough, um, because I haven't seen a lot of vampire movies recently, uh, and a lot of ones I remember liking were kind of older, like, you know, yeah. uh, I ended up watching like a crap ton of vampire films in the last, I guess, last two weeks, really. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, I probably watched about seven or eight in the last wow. two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Um, well, you'll yeah, yeah. Probably be a lot fresher than me. Um, I, I watched a few in the last couple uh, days, but um, I kind of crammed. Yes, crammed a few but in. Most of the ones I watched didn't make it under my list. Okay. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So. Um, I don't think we had any like hard criteria for this, other than uh, like for vampire. Me, okay. Well, for me, you, you had a personal criteria. I te- well, I tend to. Yeah. Um, for me, I think it falls into a lot of the same thing as as a lot of our other top fives that are kind of um, genre esque or 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 specific subject oriented, um, which is like I I tried to go with things that where the vampire aspect is a central kind of the central point of it and, yes. and it's kind of well distributed throughout mm-hmm. and where it's not like the whole sort of like, well, this is a, you know, this is just a, a drama with like a little bit of like vampirism. As, character. As One of the characters of, happens some, to some be a spice, vampire. Yeah. Some spice to the story yeah. or something, yeah. which I mean, there are movies like that that are very great movies, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily consider them good vampire movies per se because they're not really using yeah. the vampire aspect as the primary driving force mm-hmm. um they're just using it as something to kind of add mm-hmm. spice to the thing yeah I, I think about it like an ingredients list um if if the ingredients of this movie if the first ingredient first or second ingredient isn't vampire right. it would be like oh action drama vampire right and then maybe exactly you exactly. know yeah and there are some movies like that that i really like oh, for sure i'm sorry some yeah. that i really enjoy on an entertainment level mm-hmm. um but i don't really consider them vampire movies per se yeah you know um so um that was sort of my criteria yeah so, no that's it's very pretty much that's pretty much what mine was too yeah. it's like very central to the vampire uh also i had to like it yeah well obviously, <laughs> obviously it top five, yeah. wouldn't be on yeah top five really. um yeah um uh, so i think it's my my week to go first sure um i would i would yeah sure 
Yeah, yeah, do you want to go first? No. Oh, I, I, I'm I would rather right. you did go first. Right. I don't really know exactly where we're at. That means you got to go first next week. This, That's is, our, <laughs> this is our bonus. It's our so bonus. It doesn't really matter. I don't really yeah. know where we are with uh, that. But. Uh, yeah. We were managing, we kept track of it for a while there. I, I, well, it's just, we, well, we had a system to remember it, yeah. and then I've forgotten what that system was. <laughs> um, well, because I know we switched it. It's fine. Anyways. Um, crossover. Always, always. I'm guessing... Couple. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, I'm. I have. Uh, I I know one for sure. Unless you surprise me, I have me, a I little bit of sure. a tie up. So oh, okay. I have a oh. couple of extra titles. So oh, okay. it's possible that okay. that may okay. lead to a couple okay. of. Uh, I I think I think our ties are going to be around the same place in our list. Like the the, the one that I think we're going to tie on. Okay, but yeah. Um. So I guess yeah. So starting with my number five. Okay. Um. My number five is my most recent film. Okay. Um. Which is why it's. Uh, it, one of the reasons I put it number five, it's sort of like, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I only saw it a couple of years ago. Um, and I want to know if it stands the test of time. Um, it came out in 2013, starring Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton, Only Lovers Left Alive, by Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have, you, did, have you seen that? No, and, yeah. I, and that's the thing, is that that's probably what should be my five, mm. but I haven't seen it, mm. and I've heard good things, and I it's one of those things that I just haven't oh, gotten around to. Also has the no um, also has the uh, unfortunate late uh, Anton Yelchin as a uh, so like primary tertiary character. Um, it, it's really good. It is really good. I think you'd like it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I if I've been thinking, I would have watched it before this because i i kind of forgot about it to be honest it it does a it's um i guess like like a number of the movies on my list actually are it is a little bit distinctive from um a lot of uh, vampire movies uh, other vampire movies that i've seen where um while being well the fact that the two main characters are vampires is such a huge part of the film the actual um, kind of vampire activity is actually very low. Like, there's not a ton of blood sucking or other, you know, yeah, like the which, standard vampiric you get into stuff. That sort of thing. Then you start to get into that tricky area of like, is it then a vampire a, film? A vampire I mean, enough? You know, you know? And well, that and was so I, I. So I I tussled with that a bit, yeah. and I was like, well, the the kind of the the main plot doesn't exist if they aren't vampires so right. i was like okay so that's a good qualifier yeah that's important both the main characters are vampires yeah and all their actions are driven by the fact that they are vampires yeah so i was like okay all right qualifies yeah what this movie mainly is is kind of a, an interesting look at a couple married couple who are both vampires who one of them has fallen into the like the melancholia of when you live forever does anything matter? Mm-hmm. And the other one has fallen to the other side of, uh, that, that's Tom Hilson's character. Yeah. And he kind of like, the only thing that draws, drives his passion is his music. And even then that is starting to flow away from him. Um, he has a line where he's like, everything I write recently sounds like funeral music and, and it's driving him crazy. Um, and Tilda Swinton, on the other hand, has gone the other way and just, she can live forever. She can revel in she has time to revel in all the books and the arts, and the, yeah. she knows she's taken the time to learn dozens of languages, yeah. and 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 so you get this, and so like at the start of the movie, 
they don't even live together. She lives in like Tunisia. He lives in like a burnt out crap hole in Detroit. And, you know, just because like their, their different attitudes in life has kind of like driven them apart a bit. Like they're not comfortable around each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they, they end up, she ends up coming to, she, he asks her to come to Detroit and she dies. And then, you know, the, the story picks up from there. Um, but it's really good. It's, uh, it's both like there's, uh, I'm not sure how to, how to put it. It's kind of more like, um, like this is one of those examples where it's like, there's not a lot of like horror in it. Mm-hmm. it it's very much a sort of much more like a kind of a slice of life drama, yeah. um, you know, uh, a- aspects to it. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's really good. It's uh, the characters are great. Yeah, I, now, wish, now, I wish yeah, I'd yeah. seen it because there's a good chance that it could have been my five, five and that yeah. would have solved my problem. But uh, I'm definitely tired. But yeah, I think you'd I think you'd like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, directed by Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. Of a number of other movies, although he hasn't done anything. This is like his first one, I think, in a while. He did some stuff in the like yeah. 90s, but uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's good though. Yeah. So yeah, only lovers left alive. And, it's, it got a lot of acclaim when it came out. I didn't see it, I think, till about the next year. So yeah. I, I didn't I didn't see it right away. Actually, it was one of those ones where it like came out, and I don't think... It came out to a lot of acclaim, but not like like public fanfare. And like I, so I sort of missed it at yeah. the time, at the exact time. No, yeah. I just sort of forgot about yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. So yeah. I no. really... No, it's, it's okay. I really regret that yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, so my five, I had a really hard time. Uh, with picking because everything that I saw or that I thought about or that I watched or looked at lists of there's always something that just sort of made me go like ah nah not that one so in the end I ended up going with um what what it would be my most recent pick as well actually Mm -hmm. strangely enough um and it's um I ended up just going with something kind of different because I was like I just couldn't think I could couldn't really come to any conclusions, so I was just like, "Well, we'll just do something different and something from like kind of a different time, different uh, like a, a different context." Oh, okay. Um, so I went with uh, from two thousand nine, um, "Thirst," the uh, South Korean film. Oh, I haven't seen by, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that on a number yeah, of lists. I was like, it's "Oh, by, yeah," because it's by uh, Park Chanuk, who uh, did like Old Boy. Yeah, and um, it's um, it's interesting. Um, it's still very flawed, and that's why like I am not a hundred percent comfortable with the choice. But I just decided, well, in the end, it's the one that kind of stood out the most as being different and sort of interesting, while still being very vampire-y. Um, and uh, it's um. Yeah, it's just, it's weird, and, like, it has this very, it has very strange, like, tonal stuff where, like, there's parts that are almost sort of comedic, but not in a comfortable way. Like, you're just kind of like, well, that's kind of ridiculous, but it's, like, unsettling. It's sort of comedic, but unsettlingly comedic, and... And in some ways, that movies can be like but then, kind of like, like funnily grotesque. It's this is really like, long too. It's like oh. it's like two and a quarter hours, Oof. and and it's and I, I th- a lot of people kind of probably who who have tried to watch it have probably gotten kind of like 
kind of given up on it probably because the it's the pacing is kind of it's kind of uneven i mean it kind of feels like um the kind of thing that may have been sort of more of a like it almost would have worked better as like a serial you oh know? yeah like yeah. it's like watch like this half hour episode and then this half hour episode and then this half hour episode and this half well, what's hour the episode. what's the what's the gist of the movie what's the movie um, about it's about this priest don't you dare say vampires <laughs> it's, vampires. Uh, it's about this priest um uh korean priest who is catholic priest but he's, mm-hmm. he's but in korea and uh he goes um to this hospital uh like in um i think it's like africa um, because he wants to help, um, with, uh, there's like this disease that this like really horrible disease that they're, that they're, um, doing experiments to try to find, um, a cure for. Um, so they basically, um, they give people the, the, uh, the, the treatment or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they give them like a inactive version of the disease and then basically record how it oh yeah, yeah, yeah how it interacts with the thing to try and find a way to like kill the disease a control testing yeah. um and um basically let me guess it goes wrong everybody every all, every subject of the study yeah ends up dying um including the priest but he almost immediately um revives mm. and is healed from the from the disease, the disease and everything um and he goes back uh well he, he revives he, he and initially he still has like all those um like sores and like um what do you call them like just all like the little it's all these little gross lesions little, yeah so he like covers himself with bandages, Boils. bandages yeah kind of he like covers himself with bandages and stuff he looks like the invisible man almost and uh he goes back um and to to korea and then um basically there's this group of people that uh treat him like this like new messiah because um they think that he can heal like he has healing powers because he's the only one that healed from from this um and then over time he eventually discovers that um the disease the effects of the disease start coming back um and that um drinking blood is the only way that they go away but then as he does this um he realizes that he's also noticing other attributes that are a vamp vampire yeah, attributes, yeah. basically and he realizes that he, he's become a vampire um and then on the meantime uh there's this the sort of main plot of uh, of the the through sort of through line of it is um this childhood friend of his uh that uh he meets up with again um is like very sickly all the time he's just like one of those people that's just like very yeah sickly like he just he's just never strong and um uh he's married his his wife is this young woman who um like something happened i think something happened to her parents when she was little and uh the friend the sickly friend uh his mother like took her in and basically like raised her as part of the family um and then eventually but ended up she ended up marrying the son so it was like this weird kind of like not i mean it's not actually incest because she's obviously mm-hmm. from a totally different family but it's this weird kind of thing where they grew up together and then they end up a married couple 
Um, and, and it's obvious that, you know, she's not really too satisfied with the situation. He doesn't really seem to really care about her that much. Um, it's not like an abusive relationship. It's just not a very warm or like mm. interesting one. Um, like all the, 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 the sickly guy, like all he does is just like, he, he plays, um, the, like Mahjong, like the, the betting yeah. the multiplayer type style yeah. Mahjong. Uh, he just like bets on like, essentially the equivalent of like poker games yeah, yeah, with yeah. his buddies. Like we, all he does weekly, is play Mahjong. Like, we, yeah. Weekly poker, you know, poker essentially it's Mahjong, but with, with his buddies, um, and, um, barely pays attention to his wife and stuff like that. So like when the priest sort of comes into their lives, cause they, they meet up again, um, after not having known, seen each other since they were kids. Um, and the priest uh, and the and the wife are immediately there's like an attraction and they start having an affair. Mm. Um, meanwhile, he's a va- becoming he's a, vampire, a vampire, becomes a vampire, and so it just goes from there. Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of much craziness ensues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's uh, that's a that's a that's an interesting setup. It, though. It sort of um, it sort of ends in a very um, definitely not the standard like vampire setup. No, and like yeah. I say, it's really long. It's like two two and a quarter hours. So it's like there's a lot of stuff happens and and you know i don't want to like give yeah. everything away but um things get get really crazy uh towards the end mm-hmm. um and yeah i mean it, it, i think it, i'm probably remembering this movie got fairly well reviewed oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. won like um it was the co-winner of like the jury prize or whatever at Cannes film festival oh, wow. and like it yeah it, it got a lot of really good reviews and stuff like that um, it also got some really bad ones too, like it, because there are some people that just didn't, it just didn't work for them, and I can totally understand that. Hmm. It doesn't quite work for me either, but I just picked it because it was kind of the most interesting of the things that I could pick from hmm. that I still consider to be kind of vampire-y enough yeah. to really. Well, I mean, definitely sounds vampire enough. So. Yeah, like hmm. I mean, I haven't gotten into it because I sort of, I just kind of talked about the setup for the story. Yeah, but there's a lot of like. Like, they kind of, everything's sort of in there. Like, there's, you know, super strength and super, like, jumping around yeah. and, and, like... Can you turn into a bat? Uh, no, although, <laughs> interestingly enough, the actual Korean title, which escapes me at the moment, but the translation of the real Korean title actually translates to, uh, to bat. Oh, it's okay. the Korean word for bat. Yeah. Uh, but they called it thirst. <laughs> the English title, they called it thirst, but the actual Korean title is bat. Uh, mostly, I from what I heard, it's because uh, Puck wanted um, it to be very like horror sounding title, right, right. Um, so that people were sort of clear on like, yeah, it is horror, even though it's kind of has all these other elements, like this sort of yeah. romance and and drama elements, hmm. and even comedic, very oddly placed, <laughs> slightly inappropriate comedic elements. That's yeah, that's odd. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's. Uh, what I went with for number five, Thirst, 2009. Cool. Yeah. No, neat. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, one that, uh, yeah, I guess we, both our fives are ones we each of us haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, my number four. Um, and I just want to say, yeah, that's the hardest part done. That's the hard part done? From, from right, here right. on out, I'm, I'm very happy yeah. with my list. Um, I can wholeheartedly embrace the rest of it. Uh, my number four is a bit of a classic one, one that I've seen many times since I was a kid. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, since I was a kid. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's old enough. Um, it's from 1987. Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the first time, probably the first movie I ever saw Keith Sutherland in. 
because I surly, yeah, yeah, because I think you saw it before you saw Stand by Me. Yeah, I didn't see Stand by Me till I was well, till well, well, till I was a teenager. Yeah, I think I probably uh, saw Stand by Me first. Oh yeah, probably. Um, but uh, I, I mean, as far as I can remember, it was yeah. bloody long time ago. But I'm I'm pretty sure it was the first. I mean, I didn't know who Keith Sullivan was at the time, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's I mean that's a it's a bit of a. I guess you could classic in a, in a way yeah. like a modern classic. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, I think it's one of those like everybody kind of enjoys that film to some degree or another. Yeah, it's I like it. It's I'm pretty. Glad... It's light. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like it. I, I own it. Yeah, um, I own a lot of vampire movies. I wouldn't necessarily put on a top five though, um, because I do like vampire movies, and there's a lot that I like, mm-hmm. but that I don't necessarily think are that extra level. Yeah. Um, I was hoping you would pick Lost Boys. I was yep. pretty sure you would. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really feel bad about not picking it. Um, but uh, it's always been one that just, it's just lacking something for me. Like mm. I, I, I've never, it's just never really clicked for me. Uh, maybe it's cause like, I don't really like, I'm, I never got into that whole like, Oh, it's the two Corey's thing. Oh, I was, oh I was yeah. I never yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah. That means nothing. I mean, I think Corey Feldman was, was a really good, like yeah, yeah, child yeah. actor like because he was also mm. in stamp he also was in stamp yeah, yeah, yeah and he was amazing in that and he was really good in some other early stuff so i think i mean definitely i'm cool with with cory Feldman. i just for that type of thing like mm-hmm. it just it doesn't really mean anything to me yeah. um and uh you know keeper sutherland man eh, it's really early yeah, yeah um i think uh on the commentary i think um I think they said um he was you know 18 or something when they made it mm-hmm. yeah um so i mean you know he was he was still real young and starting out and um you know it's just one of those things like it just like i say it just never really fully clicked for me but i, I think it's good i mean it's it's certainly watchable and enjoyable mm-hmm. um I understand. Well, it's like super low impact movie. Like, yeah. like it's it's an easy it's an easy it, watch. You yeah. can like parts of it are funny. Yeah, like, I understand why yeah. it caught on. Like, mm-hmm. and and it deserves to. But it's just there's just always been something lacking about it for me. I don't know what it is exactly. I will say, however, that it is very. Um, its influence is very important because it's the first time that I saw. Um, I, I think that it was a huge influence on. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer on 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 the show uh, definitely um, yeah because uh, it's the first time where I saw the whole um, like vamping out thing where mm. vampires will actually like transform physically sort of slightly change their appearance mm-hmm. into a more like monstrous appearance for when they go into full like like yeah we're yeah. it's going down well, now well, well mode, it's, it, it right? was sort and, of the and, the progenitor of the like where the vampires have two modes like yeah. sexy man mode yeah. and and like uh, and beast yeah beast mode yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it's the first time that I really sort of saw that because you know there had always been things where vampires had been kind of more monstrous like you know Nosferatu going all the way but back they were to always he was always but monstrous. he always looks like yeah. that or you, you go know, the other way where versa, where yeah. you know the most you get would be maybe some fangs coming out yeah, 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 when yeah. they're when they're uh, when they're going you know vampy mm-hmm. but um, and then a lot of vampire movies don't even have that like there's a ton of vampire movies that don't even do like the whole fang thing yeah. or like where you just have them like uh you know like they use like a knife or something to cut 
to kind of oh, yeah. open somebody where they're going to drink their blood or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the whole biting the neck and all that stuff, like, there, there's a lot of vampire movies that don't have that at yeah. all. Um, so, yeah, or so the whole... play it down anyway. Yeah, yeah so yeah. the whole, like, vamping out, like, going into kind of, like, combat mode or yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of is very much something that became a very signature thing on on the Buffy TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically lifted that right from Lost Boys. Um, which Prominent is, forehead ridges. Yeah, exactly, exactly, the whole forehead <laughs> yeah. thing. Like, it even looks really similar, yeah. like the, the, the makeup style. Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, I mean, it's pretty much your usual stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of flight, a little bit of, you know... Yeah. Uh, the well, mind control, a little da- bedazzle, no, yeah. bedazzling. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, I, there might. It was the eighties, so there might have been yeah. a little bedazzling, but yeah, and yeah, a little you know, like I mean, you know, a little uh, like like hypnosis, yeah, little vampire it's, it's hypnosis, sort of all the little... standard kind of mm-hmm. stuff, and 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 it's you know it's done pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it is it's, what it is. it's probably one of the few. It's good, but it's just it's, it's definitely good. probably one of the few like movies on my uh, list that is kind of a. Um, uh, vampire movie for all ages. Yeah. Like... Well, not really, but... Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I was probably way too young when I saw it. I was probably like 11 or 12 when I saw it. Oh, no, I wouldn't say that's too young. You it's know. just all ages to me means like, yeah. like, like five-year-olds. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, it just... Um, a lot of vampire movies are like, oh... R-rated movies is where vampire movies live. Right, well, because generally yeah, there's yeah. a lot of... Your blood, gore, blood and, uh, you know, all the horror aspects. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Generally, sure. push sure. those into. Sure. Yeah, this this uh, was definitely a more a lighter a yeah. lighter take yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's it is it's kind of a it's kind of a classic. I was like I, I, I was like I, I like it just kind of too much not to put yeah. it on the list. No, so, that's yeah. totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. I was reasonably certain you would have it mm. because it's one of those fairly obvious also, ones. Excellent soundtrack. Of course, yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Um, probably the only one on my list that like has a like a soundtrack that well, is like very, very distinct. It's very, very that eighties yeah. yeah. kind of yeah. you know the 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 that was sort of the um you know the height of of the sort of uh, song driven soundtrack yeah. where it yeah. was actually like good mm-hmm. you know yeah. so yeah so yeah number four Lost Boys cool 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 uh well my number four is another much more recent one okay um and this is a movie that I'm I can. Unlike where with Thirst I was a little had had mixed feelings about it. This is one that I can embrace wholeheartedly, and it's one that I thought before I saw it that I was that it wasn't going to be good, oh. that I wasn't going to like it. I had very low expectations going mm. in, and it kind of blew me away. And that's uh, from 2007, Thirty Days of Night. Ah, um, because here's something where that that closely skirted my list. Okay, yeah. so here's the thing about it. It's pretty much what's great about it is that it's still very vampire-y. It's not just kind of mm-hmm. like like there's some movies where you're like, well, they they're vampires, but <laughs> they're yeah, really yeah. just kind of like a monster. Yeah, yeah. That's not really in this one. It's still very vampire-y. Yeah, but it's definitely taking a little bit of a sidestep from yeah. the traditional kind of yeah. like it's not your standard kind of they're like, all more pseudo-romantic. You know. ghoulish monster style yeah, yeah, vampire. They're, they're a little more yeah. monstery, but yeah. I but I still feel like they're yeah. still so. firmly enough vampire-y yeah. to be. Vampires. I have no idea that you uh, that you like this film. Oh, huh? It's amazing. Yeah, no, it's um, good. It's the, good. I watched it a couple. The, I first saw it like for well, 
I guess it's not that old, but I saw it a few Halloweens yeah, ago. And, yeah, I saw it, I think, about two, three years um, ago. And yeah, I was like, I love wow. how they're they're treated as like, I mean, it's still, you know, people can become mm. vampires and whatnot, but they sort of treat them like they're their own kind of race. Yeah. Um, and they don't behave human at all. There's never any sort of pretense of like, like, hi, my name's Bob. The vampire. Yeah, no, you know, no. They're, they, they're, they, they have a completely they, different culture. They kind of turn, yeah, they, they turn you into like a language. Yeah. Like they created a, 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 a that was so they neat. They created a constructed yeah. language for the movie for the for mm-hmm. the vampire actors to use, so that basically you know they have this ancient language that, that mm. they've been using for like you know eons mm-hmm. um, that's completely separate from any human language, um, and that's what you mostly hear all the dialogue that they speak in. Um, Danny Houston plays oh, the leader of them. So uh, Mar- good, Marlo, and it's, he is so it's good. Yeah. It is an amazing performance, mm-hmm. especially considering that it's almost entirely like physical and, like I say, the, the vampire language, mm-hmm. which is like nothing like you know any human language. So um, it's it's uh, it's a really interesting performance, yeah. and it's great. Great premise. Um, great premise. I mean, completely unique premise. Yeah, but know. like, I I kind of feel like. Uh, for those who haven't seen this, it, it takes place in Alaska right. uh, during the time period when Alaska is third, thirty days thirty days of night. But when yeah. because of the you know the Earth and the Sun, yeah. um, they go through large so, portions so of high up to high, the, yeah. They go through where the sun it just never comes up. Yeah, so it's it's it's, it's town. Yeah, and most of the people leave the town. Yeah. Uh, depending on the season, mm-hmm. right? So seasonally, skeleton crew basically it's left a skeleton over. Skeleton crew, yeah. crew left over basically, and mm-hmm. then. This van, these vampires descend upon the town because, of course, no sun. They yep. have no limit. You know, they have full reign. Um, it's got Josh Hartnett. Yep. Uh, Melissa George is really good. Very underrated. Um, it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, it's gory in all the right places and all the right ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just really kick ass. Yeah. Um, I and, mean, but I was just saying about the setting, like really good, like. Vampires, you know, the vampires don't like sunlight thing. Yeah. Like, how did nobody think? I mean, maybe well, they did. It just wasn't, you know. And we've talked about. I've talked Alaskan about vampires. Well, yeah. duh. <laughs> and you talk, and and oh, I mean, part of the issue, of course, is that because of the lack of of population concentration yeah. there, it means that there's less, you know, prey. Also, so, they do have to deal with the other part of the year. Where there are large portions of the year, where it's inversely, right. where the sun never goes where down right. in Alaska. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean, it's see, it's uh, a what, what's that movie uh, with uh, uh, Al Pacino and uh, Robin oh, Insomnia, Williams? Yeah. Insomnia. Yeah. yeah this so, is what happens when the sun doesn't go down. Yeah. You go crazy. <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah, it's just it, you yeah. know, it's it's just very um, now as to why you know if I'm not excited about it, why would it fall only at number four? Well, it is a lot more recent than a lot of the other things on my list. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, basically those two that I've talked about already are by far the most recent. Everything else is more in that classic kind of range. Yeah. So not having had many, many years to kind of live with it and for it to really kind of penetrate into my soul, as it were, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's why I only rank it at four. But yeah. I was really impressed with it. Yeah. Um, it's extremely well made and it's like slick while still... But but not feeling like not slick in a in a lame way yeah. like it's a very it's not it's polished but not like it's like, like sometimes it's, well it's very muscular like it's yeah. very like to it's to, meaty to use sort of a 
it's a bit of a vulgar term, but it, it really has balls. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's not afraid to just kind mm-hmm. of, like, be all the way out there. And not in, like, an absurd way where it goes right. over the top and you just kind of lose interest because you're just like, well, I don't... Nothing nothing matters anymore. It's just silly because it's mm. so over the top. Which can be okay. Yeah, There's yeah. movies like that that I enjoy in their own way. But it's, it's like, people who want real horror and are disappointed with where a lot of stuff recently is, you know, either um, overly glossy and is just about, like, oh, look, it's, um, you know, uh, magazine models yeah, running yeah, yeah. around being killed off, yeah. you know, or something like that, uh, or, or things You want to see a town of average folk get murdered? Or, this is your or, film. Or things <laughs> where it's, like, you know, there's too much of, like, a romantic aspect, you know, or, yeah. or like, a, or like a teen-oriented mm. aspect. It's, like, a lot of people kind of lament that that's where a lot of the horror genre has gone, gone to. to yeah. So if you want to see something that is a, a little strong, by the by the numbers, real yeah. muscular, you know, real strong horror, that's yeah. the real deal where it doesn't um, kind of fall to those kind of typical pitfalls. Yeah. For yeah. 30 days a night. Has some of the tropes, uses them creatively, Absolutely. and yeah, yeah. yeah, avoids the standard pitfalls. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Uh, heads up, because I enjoyed this so much, I did see the sequel. Yeah. Garbage. Do well, not see it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's straight to... It's it was, one of those, yeah. like, uh, straight to the, TV. Yeah. TV. Yeah. Uh, none of the original people involved. No, no. You know, cheap uh, cash-in. It was one of those name. things, like, I didn't even think to ton see, of, like, who was involved with it before, yeah. like, watching it. And I was just like, well, I enjoyed that other one. Yeah. You know, it's a horror movie. You think, ah, horror movies have sequels. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that's a good pick. Yeah, 30 Days a Night. Yeah. So. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, my number three. Yeah. Um... Number three comes from the same year as Lost Boys, 1987. Okay. And this is one I think we're probably going to have a crossover on. Okay. Near Dark. Okay. Uh, directed by Kathleen Bigelow. Uh, got Lance Hendrickson and... Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton and... Um, Oh, I forget the other. Jeanette Goldstein. Yeah, Jeanette Goldstein so and the three three main yeah. cast members from Aliens. Aliens, yeah. Also in this. Yeah, which is. And and Catherine Bigelow was kind of like a kind of semi kind of protege. Of, yes, of, yeah. Of James Cameron. Of James and Cameron. Actually yeah. married for a little while. No, that's right. Um, and uh, so there's a lot of connections there. I, I Ca- feel... Cameron actually has a cameo in in, in, in the film. Back. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is one of the ones I rewatched uh, yeah. last week just to because I was like. I've seen it a couple of times already. I knew I liked it, but I really wanted to make sure, like, did this hold up to, to how I remember it? And damn, is it a good vampire film. Yeah. Um, Adrian Pastar. Yeah, Adrian Pastar, who I, mostly a TV actor, but, you know, he's, you know. Um, for those who don't know what Near Dark's about, um, I, and I, I feel it kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's a little, little lesser known? I don't know. I, it's it's a cult favorite. Is it? I guess that's, yeah. Um it's about a um, a boy who's played by uh, uh, Adrian Paston, who um, lives in like a small like podunk town. Pretty much. Um, who it's, sees it's essentially a western. It's yeah, a modern. It is, yeah. It's a modern western, western. crossed yeah. with vampires, with like a dash of kind of like like a biker. Kind yeah, of there's a, bi- a little bit of a biker of in that sort of like that that way. Like there, it's like kind of a yeah, like a like a podunk western town, but yeah. it's like like. With like the big truck stops, you also get yeah. like the truck and the biker it's, element. It's, yeah. it, they intentionally were intending to make it like make it essentially a western or like a modern western, 
but um, there was concern that um, that alone would not be enough. Oh, uh, to like time period as a Western? Like that alone would not be enough interest. Hmm. So they decided, well, let's mix in another genre. And because of things like, you know, Lost Boys, which had just come out earlier that year and was hugely popular, um, they they added. Uh, I mean, it, obviously, it hadn't come out when they were making this, but mm. but it had it was it had already been, been yeah. made and in production, um, and a bunch of other things. Fright Night came out in eighty five. That's right. Yeah, uh, a bunch of sort of vampire movies had come out around that time, and they were like, "Well, that's a really popular genre right now, and it's kind of taking hold." As um, before that, in kind of the earlier eighties and the seventies and stuff like that, a lot of kind of very kind of spoofy and kind of campy kind of vampire stuff had been done yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so by that point in the mid 80s going into the late 80s um was where like the idea of doing like more serious vampire movies Mm -hmm. was actually sort of coming back yeah and so they decided like oh they jumped on that we'll we'll mix that in because that will help kind of get a little bit more of an audience into this whole kind of contemporary western aspect as well and then you know they threw in a little bit of like the romance, you know, mm-hmm. sort of teen romance kind yeah. of aspect, although not in a cheesy way. No, in, well, I mean, it's in a, in, cool, in a way, it's it's almost like the, the romance starts is, and I guess that's sort of the, the, just the plot. It's like where he sees this girl, and he's like, oh, clearly attractive girl, not from around here. Um, and you know, it turns out she's a vampire. She bites him. Hilarity ensues. Uh, actually not no, yeah, hilarity, not, not very hilarity, little hilarity actually it's, insists like you say uh, it's a serious yeah um, but like it, there it, is some it, dark it, it very like narrowly nicely dodges that and I think this is probably maybe more of a product of its time too which helps and the, the decision to make it be serious with it is it does dodge that like there is some dark humor there's some dark oh yeah a little bit um, but it dodges the mostly um, mostly uh, you know from from the illustrious Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, who yeah. A crazy Who man. plays a crazy... It is neat how they... I mean, they're kind of all a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, they're sort of like... He's, uh, but he's the crazy Lance one Henderson in a play, bunch of plays crazies. like the, 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 the sort of the, the leader of this like small like I guess yeah. pack of vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they sort of like... They're sort of like a... I guess it's sort of like a family of vampires. Yeah, it's like a know, family. Yeah. Um, and uh, they they encompass all types, which is really great. Like yeah. Lance Henriksen's like like really old. Like they did say he's from the Civil War. Like he's been a vampire for a long time. There's one vampire who's like a kid, and he's been a kid for evidently a long time. And mm-hmm. so like being trapped in a kid body yeah. is messing with him. Yeah. Um, he's a jerk. Oh yeah, he's a complete. I hate jerk. that character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a good character yeah, yeah, in, the, yeah. in the movie, but yeah, like, yeah. but like I, but I just as like, a character, I yeah. hate him. Uh, you, you know, uh, uh, May is the, the, she's, I guess, sort of the lead female, uh, role. And she's kind of like the, the newest of the members and she's still getting used to, she's only a few years old as a vampire and still getting used to the, you know, being a vampire, all that and all that. Um, and it, it, Bill Paxton plays the crazy, like yeah. bloodlust, Severin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, doesn't care for nah, he's, humans or cattle, he's, kind he's of. He's nuts. Yeah, um, but you always have to. I have mean, they're all character. quite nuts, but yeah. um, it. But it, he's just the one that has to take everything to extremes. Yeah, exa- oh, exactly. He's, he's exactly. He's the total like yeah. psychopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I, I, I don't want to say like typecasting because it was kind of maybe a little early in 
But, like, Bill Paxton played crazy characters in a lot of films in the Yeah, 80s. but if you look at, for example, <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of talk of, like, you can hardly ever mention Near Dark without also mentioning Aliens because... Yeah, yeah. so much crossover, yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that Aliens is so much more well-known, mm-hmm. you know, so you always, whenever you bring up Near Dark, you have to be like, oh, well, it's... The Aliens know, of Vampire Movies. Oh, make well, the well, Aliens connection because, because too, you know, so. everyone's heard of Aliens, yeah, yeah. not everyone's heard of Near Dark. Yeah. Um, but... Um, if you look at someone like that, it's like he's kind of like the whack, not wacky, but like the sort of like very hyper kind of crazy da 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 guy yeah. in that. Um, but he's like good crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then in this, he's like bad, crazy. bad crazy. He's like yeah. just totally psychotic. Yeah. Um. So yeah. yeah, but, yeah. I mean, but they sort of occupy a similar space, but in kind of on opposite ends. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it is really a great film. I think uh, anybody who's like a fan of vampire films has probably seen it. If the they first, haven't, they really one, should. I think it's the first one I ever saw, which was influential on a few later things, where they just flat out blow up. Oh yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, when, when they're, they're exposed they're to sunlight after a period sun. of time, yeah, yeah, and they start to burn, burn and then they just yeah, boom, like yeah. spectacularly yeah. explode. They also which like has been used in a number of like things, immediately like, as soon as like sunlight hits them, they just start to like yeah. cook. Like, yeah, which has been used in a few mm. other things like Blade or um, oh, that's right, Blade. Uh, um, the uh, the British TV show Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet did that, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that. yeah. So yeah, I mean that was. Yeah, the primarily way they disposed of them is by yeah. of killing right, with that. Cool, but yeah, yeah, no, Near Dark, yeah, uh, good choice, really great film. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, so, uh, so my three. Yeah, all right, my three is my tie. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a three-way tie. Oh, see what I did there? I see what you my did there. Three. That's terrible. And Podcast the reason why. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> done. Done. Not just yeah. this episode. The done. Show. You're canceled. Turn uh, it off. No. Uh, the reason I've done that is because I've picked three um, examples of sort of my, my three favorite examples of the most classic and famous ah, vampire cool, story of all cool. time, uh, which would be Dracula. Yeah. Um, so these were, um, I picked uh, from 1931, Dracula, the universal mm-hmm. film, of course, probably the most kind of iconic. Yeah. Um, Dracula movie um, to this day pretty much with Bela Lugosi mm. um, to this day if people are trying to like imitate Dracula or be like oh I'm Dracula they're basically imitating Being that, that Dracula. version they're yeah. you know yeah. like, I want to talk about yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Dracula and yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, okay yeah. that's just Bela Lugosi, Lugosi. yeah yeah you yeah. know and, and, and the sort of iconic I mean the, the count from Sesame Street was no, based on that exactly, version of Dracula yeah. you yeah. know the, the, the classic thing of like sort of that black kind of like tuxedo-y kind of suit sleeps the, in a coffin the cape, yeah. the sleep in the coffin the little medallion and yeah. like all, just all this sort of you know the, the haircut and everything yeah like, they had the, v, the tight it, V it's, it's, the, it's the iconic thing that like mm-hmm. it's the first thing people think yeah. of when they think of Dracula even if they've never mm-hmm. seen that actual yeah. film um, and it's actually quite enjoyable. Like for anyone who does like, <laughs> just, you know, could have done. We, I mean, there's so many films with Dracula. Yeah. We could have just done like a top, top five, five Draculas. Draculas yeah. No, well, no, top, top five, five Draculas. Draculas. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Fair enough. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah. I, so I decided to pick sort of my my three yeah. favorite. No, that's cool. Of, that's cool. So so there's this one because I just think it's so iconic. Yeah, um, no. That's why I pick it. Yep, but it's actually better than a lot of people might even think. Like, it, it actually has really good atmosphere. Um, it is early 30s, so I mean, it's, you know, kind of slow and sort of, there's not really much music or anything like that. It was early in the days of sound films, so mm. they hadn't quite figured out how to really take advantage. Which, which is probably, like, my 
Like, that's probably my biggest disappointment with that film mm-hmm. is, like, oh, like, so much could be done yeah. by adding, like, yeah. like music they to that really film. They not really figured that out yet yeah. at that point. Yeah, it was too uh, a little early. It was early, one of the first early. sound, you know, <laughs> yeah. horror type of things. Um, but, you know, it's got some really cool th- stuff in it. Um, mm-hmm. It's got um, really good Renfield, um, which was uh, Dwight Fry was the actor. And he, he, he played, like, supporting or, or like bit parts in tons of the universal films and uh he's really good as renfield in this um i'm always quoting where he goes rats oh, yeah. rats rats because <laughs> uh, i always love that part um yeah and it's just it's just very iconic like mm-hmm. i just feel like you know you can't you can't leave that out no that's... um the second choice you know sort of going chronologically mm-hmm. here uh the second one that i've chosen is uh from 1958 um technically also just called dracula um, but it was released in North America as Horror of Dracula, and it's the first right. of the Hammer that's, series. Yeah. Um, so that's with Christopher Lee as Dracula, um, and Peter Cushing as um, Van Helsing. Um, and that's a hell of a I didn't duo. See, there. I didn't see um, this one until much more recently. Um, like it's, I mean, I you know it's a few years ago now, but but uh, it was relatively much more recently. Um, and yeah, it was really enjoyable. Um, main reason being, uh, what's one of the things that's interesting about it is it's one of the first, um, times, um, of doing, uh, like a vampire movie in color. Yeah. Um, and it was one of the first points where it is late fifties. So it was getting in, starting to get that time where the, the production code was starting to weaken a little bit. And of course it's a British made film too. So, so it's it, kind of its own thing. Yeah, yeah. But didn't quite have to adhere to it the same way. But it, like it's, it actually is amazingly bloody and graphic for a fifties film. Uh, I mean, it's still very tame compared to anything that came after that. Yeah. yeah. But for fifties, it's very, it's very graphic. Um, and, uh, the, but the big revelation for me when I finally saw it was um, Peter Cushing as Ben Housing is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I always knew like, oh yeah, Christopher Lee, he's the classic Dracula. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. besides Bela Lugosi, it's like pretty much he's the second one you'd think of as Dracula, and and he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the real revelation was was Peter Cushing as Ben Housing because growing up, I'd really only knew, known Cushing from like Grandma Tarkin in yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and he was great, you know, mm. bad guy. But in this, it's like I mean, Peter Cushing could have just could have also played Dracula in a movie too. Yeah, like it and, wouldn't have been that and, far a stretch. What's, but what's amazing about this is yeah. that he he did, like a lot of times when you see versions of Van Helsing in different in um, move, Dracula movies, uh, there's often this kind of like um, slight gray area or like am- moral ambiguity to like how ethical he really is. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you often kind of wonder, like, man, he's willing to go real far for, like, his sort of vendetta against, like, you know, Dracula and, and wanting to, like, wipe out vampires. Like, mm-hmm. and he, he's kind of questionable. Like, he's kind of a jerk yeah. in a lot of uh, versions. And what I thought was really interesting in this one is that um, there's an element of that in that he's very no-nonsense and, like, he's very kind of, like, he'll he'll do whatever is necessary. Yeah. But... He's very much a good guy. He's, oh, he's yeah. heroic, and he's yeah. That's that's actually a really good way to put it. He's, he's heroic. Like, he's yeah. un like yeah. unquestionably a good guy. Yeah. Um, which to see Peter Cushing doing that mm-hmm. and being so good at it, like I would never have thought that Peter Cushing would be somebody that like obviously he's much younger. This is like almost twenty years before Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. So, but I never would have thought that I could see Cushing as somebody that I would like 
like and trust and sort of feel warmth <laughs> towards because he always just seemed like this cold yeah. horrible bastard yeah and if you watch say like the the um the hammer uh um frankenstein series which rather than being based around the monster like a lot of the old movies were like the, the universal stuff was the hor- the hammer version um the hammer frankenstein series is all based around the doctor right and he which is played by Peter cushing in all the movies and he is the most evil bastard ever. Mm. Like, he is horrible. Like, far worse than, than he, <laughs> as Tarkin in, in Star Wars. And he was, like, a bad villain in that. But he's way worse as, as Dr. Frankenstein in those films. So, you look at that, which is kind of, like, what you think of as being Cushing's thing. And then in this, when he's playing Van Helsing, he's just 100% the good guy, the hero. And it's crazy to see. And he does it so well. And I just, it blew me away. Nice. So, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then the third one jumping way ahead um big one for me as when it came out and as a younger you know a younger person and, yeah. and, and having a lot of influence on me growing up was uh from 1992 uh bram stoker's dracula um the the uh which really should be called francis for francis for Coppola's dracula um, yeah <laughs> but uh, bram stoker of course was the author of the original novel mm-hmm. um this version has a bit more to do with the novel than the other ones Mar- marginally a bit still more diverges quite a bit yeah. so i think it definitely I, i'm i my guess is it would be probably, better called yeah. francis ford coppola's dracula my, my guess is the bram stoker's part probably there's early versions of that script probably adhered a lot more and then well it, i think that they just they they divert they started to diverge it to make it I th- well, well i mean well, it's definitely it one of the closest adaptations so mm. I, I feel like maybe they just felt like well we want to distinguish the fact that that we're trying to be closer to the feel of the book kind of thing. Um, but this one, just like I say, I mean, this one I was actually old enough to actually see. Oh, yeah. um, it had a huge impact on me. Um, it I, was, yeah, it was, I, I think I saw it, I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw it in the theater, and I'm fairly sure I saw it more than once. Yeah, I mean, I love the, the like, the design, how mm-hmm. it has this very, like, designed look. Um very stagey but like mm. it, it's just you know because it was mostly done on sets and stuff and and even like outdoor scenes were often on sets it, it was one of the first like vampire films that i saw um that did the the kind of like gothic victorian thing like but really leaned into it rather than like yeah. well we filmed this in an old castle yeah and it's like no like, like um, they went all the way with Gary him. Oldman is oh, really, really so good, good. Um, as Dracula. Um, yeah. It's one of the few movies, even though it's right from the book, it's one of the few movies, Dracula or any other vampire movies, that actually show Dracula or a vampire mm-hmm. um, out in the day with yeah. no real uh, problem. Uh, the only thing they say in the, the whole thing of sunlight burning vampires is not in the folklore it comes from the nosferatu the film nosferatu, that's not nosferatu um, which because it's it was, interesting how between dracula so, and nosferatu those just kind of got mashed together well, nosferatu and, was based on dracula yeah, yeah it yeah. was an unauthorized but, but, but like the 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 lore like yeah, yeah. The, of those two kind of just got mashed together right. into the common yeah. like vampire parlance yeah. i mean nosferatu made such an impact that yeah. that that became kind of one of the rules mm-hmm. even though it wasn't really in the folklore yeah um, and if you look at the actual original book of Dracula, all it ever says in there is that the night is his main time and that yeah. his, mo- his power mm-hmm. is at its higher at the night and that he's weakened mm-hmm. from like his full power levels during the yeah. day. 
but he can still that's vampires for he likes to sleep in but but you can still walk around and be yeah, active yeah, yeah. And, inter- yeah. and interact the, the, with su- the burning sunlight thing is, has, is a leftover is from Nosferatu yeah. and he still has a certain amount of power just not yeah. his full power yeah um which I really wish that they did that more in in yeah. more. Of you see, race. you see it from time to time, but, but um, it's rare. Like, yeah. like I've looked for that sort of thing, mm. and you know, I mean, we're not, in, you know, Twilight. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they they sparkle in the yeah. sun. Okay, great. But but I mean, like as far as the sort of Dracula-esque thing, um, so that's really cool. Um, and Anthony Hopkins is great as yeah. the housing. Um, it it really interesting like look as a like slightly older Van Helsing. Uh, like kind of like a, um, rather I, he's kind of burnt out. Well, yeah, it's it rather than being like it's like the Peter Cushing of the like the heroic Van Helsing. Yeah. he's kind of the um, like veteran of yeah. his craft, but also like his kind of maybe best days are past. Yeah, he's kind of burnt you know, out. yeah. Um, and, and he's really ruthless. Like he's really like he, we've seen the worst. He pretty much has you like, know no like real mm-hmm. like sympathy for anything mm. um for the devil or Dracula. and uh i think that i mean the only thing that really stands out as a problem uh with this one i think is there's some really questionable like casting in terms of like miscasting in terms of like um keanu reeves and winona Ryder. yeah I, people that i like very much yeah in in the right things yeah it's very horribly miscast in this they are absolutely terrible for this movie yeah not their fault it just is what it is they're so wrong for it it's but it's definitely one of those like a winona Ryder. i i feel a little bit like I, she's fine one way or the other like there's other actresses who probably could have done a better job it's fine um uh as as someone who who is a fan of um his name just went out right Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, thank you. <laughs> I want to say Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a fan of Josh Hartnett. Yeah. But uh, uh, Keanu Reeves, um, I, I feel he... I love Keanu he Reeves, was, but he, he was, needs the right material. He was very milk toast in this, like very like bland. And I'm like, they could have gotten someone with a little more... Like a little more... Well, a little more like screen pep to, to not make it like... like what is he well, doing? His, his this English like, accent. Oh well, yeah, right. See, that just, that should have never been attempted. Legendarily that should have straight terrible. up never been attempted. Yeah. Um, and it's a similar situation in uh, he yeah. he plays in um, Kenneth Branagh's version of Much Ado About That's Nothing. That's right. Yeah. And again, it's one of his worst yeah, roles yeah, yeah. ever. Why? He's Why? Awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kenneth, stop it. Whenever Ryan's <laughs> accent is also terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they're just, I, again. She's done that in other movies too. They're just not the right type of yeah. people for that type mm. of role or they just weren't able to mm. maybe Coppola wasn't able to direct them properly. maybe in it too like they yeah. for whatever reason it was they it was just miscasting no. which happens it yeah. happens with you can miscast you can take a great actor put them in an otherwise great film and it's just, but they just it's don't not the fit. right one for it's this just yeah. miscasting yeah. no weirdly I, enough i have seen this movie so many damn times mm-hmm. I don't. I can't imagine this film without them. No, but at the same time, be, yeah. No, I mean, I'm <laughs> but I know saying, exactly what you mean. Like, I know exactly. Go what back and like digitally, uh, yeah, yeah, swap out the, swap the, out, the yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's for all of them. It's like sort of they're like they don't fit but quite right into the roles. Yeah, it's kind it, of just part of the film. But to it's me. the one sort of yeah. you know, or you know, a couple of mm. sort of the glaring flaws in the yeah. film is just that 
some very woeful yeah. miscasting. Which, it, um, considering how um, what an amazing job of casting both Anthony Hopkins and Gary Oldman yeah. was, but I uh, think oh, like, and and Ron Perlman as uh, uh, Renfeld. No, no, that uh, was um, it was um, Tom Waits. Oh, Tom Waits. Like the, Sorry, singer songwriter. Yeah. Right. I think they look close. They look similar. Yeah. Uh, it could be brothers. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Tom Waits uh, yeah. also As like he's oh, and I, he's very good. one of actually this probably and I, I kind of wish he was such an interesting character in this. I wished he had actually had more in this, but he's very like a little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. And that would, well, that it's was a it. fairly yeah. minor character. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was we're just lucky, it was we're lucky we got that. Much. Yeah, yeah. It was just such a. It was just like, well, that's really neat. Like yeah, you know, great. yeah, yeah. No, Bram Stoker Dracula. That's a real um, good pick. Yeah. So that's one that's kind of been like a big part of my mm-hmm. psyche, as yeah. it were, because it came out at a very formative yeah. time for me and stuff. So no, yeah, for sure, I've absolutely, seen it yeah. many times. Man, I, 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 love, I love the whole. Style. I get everybody's. It's just like one of those like your friend D. D. Uh, yeah, so good. I, there's Sorry. just so many like yeah. great moments yeah. and just the style. This is really like has, the vampire movie that kind of like oozes, everybody's seen. It just kind of oozes yeah. style and mm-hmm. just you know it's great. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. It's sold. It's Bloody Beatles White Album. Shut up. It's Bloody Bram Stoker's track. All right. Well, All right. So those are my three for three. Nice. Yeah. My, my no, that's that's a good. That's a good my, way of doing my, that. My that's Dracula, excellent. My Dracula. Picks. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, All right. So uh, my number two is uh, another one of my more recent ones. Um, uh, from 2008, it's Let the Right One In. Uh, Swedish film. Um. Involving child vampires? This one pinged up and down a bit on my list. Um, But it's such a small, like, super small cast. Cast is, like, basically, like, two kids and a periodic adult. Um, It's so different from, like, a lot of other vampire films. It's so... um, it's very impactful. I've seen it a couple of times and it just, there's something about it. It's just mm-hmm. like, and it's, and I, I haven't seen the American remake. Uh, I, I think you said you've seen it and you, you liked it. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, okay. I'm, uh, I'm letting you finish what yeah. you're saying. First. Uh, and it just, I don't know. Also maybe, uh, being a foreign film, like allowed it to maybe get away from some of the, the conventions of what this film may have been if it had been uh, a straight-up uh, American release from the get-go. Um, disturbing. Uh, real dark. Uh, but at the same time, parts of it are kind of, um, like, quite emotional and touching. Uh, it's just an, just an excellent job of a, a very different take on the vampire film and really, really good. Really enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. Good. All yeah. right. Yeah. So I agree 100% with everything you just said. Yeah. Um, I did not pick it because I feel like it falls into that thing of not being vampire enough. enough. Okay, it's, interesting. It's kind of really beside the point. It's just kind of there as something that... Oh, okay. It, it, huh. I, I never considered that. It just seemed so like... like because it's not really about being a vampire. It's about other things. And the being a vampire part is just kind of... It's just, I get that's true. It's just, it's, what, it's just used as a device. Yeah. Um, okay. So, 
that being said, like I say, I yeah. agree with everything you just yeah. said. It's a phenomenal film. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I would highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really consider it a vampire movie oh, per okay. se. Um, I have seen Let Me In, which is yeah. the American version. I actually like the American version more. Oh, right. um, because it just um, the style of it it just appeals to me more. Um, I, I need to watch it. I, I it just I, I have just there are scenes that are literally carbon copies. Oh yeah. Um, but they're done well. Some aren't done as well. Um, for example, like the first scene when they meet. Mm. Um, in the courtyard there. Yeah, a little um, playground. Um, yeah. Um, and when they first meet, where um, and because uh, in the in, you know uh, uh, Ilya's just like appears kind of standing on top of the dungle. Dun- yeah, yeah, yeah. And and what are you doing? You know, whatever that is in Swedish. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And and uh, it's literally the exact same scene. In, in the American version, the characters are um, Owen and Abby um, instead of Oscar and yeah. Ilya. Um, but, uh, it's literally the same exact scene, but it's not done as well. Uh. So there are a couple things like that where they're carbon copies, but not done as well. Other ones are basically carbon copies, but are done just as well, if not better. Um, and then other scenes are different, but they have the same, they serve the same purpose. Yeah. They, they have the same outcome in the story, but they're mm-hmm. executed differently. Um, but I just really like um, the the way that the American version was structured. Um, it has a um, like a an intro where it goes further into the story and starts off mm. in kind of like with a faster paced mm. kind of little like mystery kind of like like oh there's all this stuff going on we don't know what it is and what's going on there's a mystery here oh this crazy thing happened and then it's like and then it jumps back Cut and to... starts at the beginning of the story. And leads up to that, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really good. It was really well done. Um, I really liked the look of it a lot more. Um, I thought the original Swedish version was a bit underwhelming visually. Um, um, it, it's, it, it's very it dark is, and very kind of monotone. It, it is very monotone. It's almost, I mean, it, I'm pretty sure it's clearly like filmed with a filter to make everything look a little a little grayer. A little, well, it might have just been lighting, but bl- it, yeah. it, it, it was just kind of... The, the 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 American version I just is just more aesthetically appealing to me. Yeah. It's more vibrant and more mm. interesting visually, uh, which is no surprise. But you know, yeah. Um, but I mean, story wise, it doesn't really bring that much new. Uh, it brings a little bit of new elements that aren't a huge thing, but they are definitely significant. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to spoil it because you haven't seen it, so it's kind yeah, of the yeah. one thing that might be. That you, yeah, might yeah. be surprising for you, um, but essentially it's the same. Exact- it's, it is, is actually it's kind of uh, kind of a little bit hard to talk about the either film yeah. at it's all. Ba- it's like, pretty much the because same it's story. all like the story is very like little bit bites. Yeah, like just I, talking I about like, sort of the plot of the film almost spoils the I film like them a bit. Both in a, a way. lot. I like them both a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the American one just a little bit more, but at the same time, I recognize the fact that it's not. It's less original in a way although i guess you could say that the swedish film isn't really original either well no because they're they're based on a book anyway so you know yeah um but um for my personal taste i prefer the american version but they're both excellent they're both worth seeing um they're just to me they're just not great vampire movies they're great movies Mm -hmm. so yeah 
right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, my number two. Let the right one in. But like I said, yeah. they're great. So yeah. I, I sort of was hoping you'd, you'd have one of them on yeah. there. I, I didn't know you hadn't seen it. Yeah, yeah, no. It's one of those ones, yeah, it just keeps sort of slipping. And I just and, and I mean, I would definitely totally understand that a lot of people are cynical about the whole idea of making American remakes. Of I'm only cynical of it when it's, when it's those films. ones where it is such a carbon copy I mean, that it's pointless and this seems like not the case it's sort of the case but it's done so well yeah. that it kind of breaks out of that i mean this movie also falls in the category of like i like this so much um i have wanted to read the, the original book this mm-hmm. is based on i want to read it now i do now yeah. it's it's quite hard to come by there there's actually been a number of of uh, uh english translations yeah. they're hard to find like they're i don't believe there are currently any in print Weird. and uh, you think, you from think... hunting around online, they go they go for a, like a decent chunk of change, yeah. and I'm I don't want to pay like sixty dollars for a novel. That's yeah, because yeah. you know you think with doing a movie. Oh well, what I think it the, was the whole reason that they made the the American version in the first place is because they were like, this is such a great story, but so few people have seen gonna it. see it, and because again such a because of the market. And so, you know, they felt well, like, well, if we make a faithful, they you know, did a novelization of the American movie, and that's easy to come by, but that's not the movie version mm. of the Weird. it's one of those like it was a movie it was I've a book it was to, a movie it was another movie then it became a book again just to just there's to, also a comic book series just to make you want to throw up <laughs> but, just to make you really want to throw up though, yeah have you heard they're making their work they're developing a television series version where they've like aged the characters up so they're like, oh oh of what the right went in yeah yes so, yes so they're yes yeah sort of like you know, sort of teenage, making it like yeah. a teen kind uh, of thing. Yeah, I know. It's gonna just They're making be... it for TNT. See, and th- in a way, this is why my this is my cynicism of the American version. Yeah. Because if the American version's popular, it spawns garbage. Right. Regardless of the quality of the American no, version of the movie, it's, it's really yeah. good. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. No, I, I, it is on my amazing yeah. cast. And yeah. Just yeah. 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 All right. Oh, cool. All right. So, uh, so that was my number two. So you're number two. My two, um, yeah. Well, my two is another kind of in a similar track to the when I was talking about Renaissance Dracula. Mm-hmm. It's uh, around a similar time period in the '90s. Okay. Um, something that I saw oh. as a teenager <laughs> in theaters made a big impact. Um, yeah, it's uh, from 1994. Interview with the Vampire. Um, I read all of the original, uh, like, run of books. The MS um, novels, yeah. This, like, there was more added later, but the yeah. original sort of run was the first four. Um, this is obviously based on just the first book, which came out way earlier. Um, the first book came out in, like, 78, I think, and the second one didn't come to, like, 84. Wow. So there's a big gap. So it was, like, and they're very different. Mm. They're very different. Um, so the movie's based very much on the first one, um, but with a real 90s kind of feel. Um, obviously, this is a really famous movie. Most people know about it. Um, so many. It, 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 like Bram Stoker's Dracula, like everybody's seen Yeah. It. <laughs> but I mean, it might even be even more so than Bram Stoker's Dracula in some ways, mm. just because, you know, having Brad Pitt and Tom yeah. Cruise as your main actor, you know, kind of very hot commodities. <clears throat> Um, there was a lot of controversy at the time over the casting of Tom Cruise because it was seen as like a really terrible casting choice and he was so wrong for the part he plays Lestat. Well, it wasn't the kind of character he and, usually played. Um, yeah, you know, it was like Lestat is 
tall blonde you know <laughs> oh, oh wait, in comparison to the books kind of. yeah, and then yeah and then you know they cast tom cruise as like you know short, short dark haired yeah. dude and yeah, yeah it just doesn't fit you know the concept at all um and then the movie came out and everyone was like oh wow yeah he did fine he's, yeah. he's great i mean especially like uh, anne rice who wrote the books like she was very critical of the choice prior to the movie came out because she wrote the screenplay for the movie mm. too right so she was involved but she wasn't involved in the casting or anything or the any of the actual filmmaking um and uh she was very critical of it and then when she saw the movie she really was like apologetic mm. about, about having been so critical and she was like i was wrong that, that was amazing he was great. she should have doubled down um so <laughs> yeah i mean it's just it's cool um you know brad pitt obviously was kind of at the peak of you know, like, oh, Brad Pitt. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and he's good. Um, you know, um, Kirsten Dunst, it was like one of her first things that she ever did. Uh, she's like she's so, she's 12. so young in this. She was about yeah. 12 at the time and, and, you know, really stood out as, as a real mm-hmm. breakout young star kind of thing because um, it was very, very good, like, child actor performance. Mm. Um, it, it just, it, it, it just kind of it's just one of those real where it just hits all the it just hits all the points you know like it just has it has really good style but it still has some good stuff substance with some really good performances and dramatic elements but it still has a lot of like things going on like action you know the entire thing like you couldn't have a more vampire-y vampire movie because the entire thing is based around them being vampires and what that means and the know, culture of vampires and, it, and, and it's the, a constant yeah. thing like it's not because you spend the time with them there's never that outsider thing of like mm. oh we have like the audience point of view character that's like a normal person well, who runs afoul of these vampires well like again, well sort of thing. i mean the entire premise of the movie is an interview from an outsider right but the story yeah. is yeah, a yeah, personal yeah, story yeah, being yeah, told by yeah, louis who's yeah, the brad pitt yeah. character and it's literally from that point of view. So it's all an insider yeah. thing. It's yeah. all from that point yeah. of view and from the, mm-hmm. the, the you know, from the eyes of a vampire. that culture yeah. of, of what it means mm-hmm. to like become and then have yeah. to live as or yeah. live, unlive well, as it, a vampire. It, it did that. It took, because in most vampire movies, like whether he is the main character or the main villain, the vampire is the monster, the yeah. threat. the it's always the, sort of, yeah, and this is just kind of like, uh, this just makes like, vampires are like, it's like, they're from another, they're like just people from another country, you know, yeah. like they're, they're. Uh, it's also probably one of the first. It really started this intense trend of um, romanticizing the vampire, like the concept of the vampire, like at a like socially been there but but, but i mean like 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 for teenagers like yeah yeah yeah, like it became a it became a big thing you know um it also i think is one of the first one uh, along with with brent stoker's dragula it's one of the first ones where rather than focusing so much on like like the sort of like oh vampires are these dangerous monsters and yeah. here, here's all the things that you can use to like fight them like you know you garlic, stay, and, stay, garlic yeah. and being about you know and then there's like sunlight and blah, blah and all the rules yeah. rather than sort of having such a concentration on like the rules 
of vampires, which again, a lot of that comes from because most vampire movies are from the perspective of the people on the other side who yeah. are trying to fight, fight them, the vampire yeah. uh, rather than being a personal uh, from the point of view of the vampires themselves. Um, this is one where there's a lot of focus on the actual vampiric abilities yeah. and powers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the first time we see like things like, you know, um, like there's always been that thing where like, oh sure, they're stronger or whatever because Faster, they, can, yeah. they can like grab people and, and, and attack them and bite them and stuff. But like in this, it's like much more, you know, you see like, they're like super, they're like outright like super, super human. Yeah, yeah. And you see, you know, flight, you see, and then, you know, they, they have scenes that try to depict like the senses, like mm. how they perceive the world and yeah. that kind of like hyper senses. And they, they try to sort of use like special effects and stuff to sort of depict how they see things. Yeah. Um, there's stuff like um, the speed thing where like, you know, you, you, you where it's just like a blur. A blur. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and there's that great scene where um, when... Uh, you know, because uh, Christian Slater plays like the the reporter or whatever that's that's doing the interview. Um, yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. that scene where where um, where Louis is like, oh, you know, maybe I should turn the lights on. And then he's like, in a blink of an eye, he's across the room. room. The light switch is on, oh, yeah. and he's literally on the other side of the room. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, you know, how did you do that? And he's just like. He's like, you know, I move just like you, you know, a small just, series of movements. Yeah. I just did it too fast. One for you foot to in front see. of the other. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, I just did it too fast yeah. for you to see. And then later you see sort of the whole, you know, like there are a couple shots where you mm. sort of see the blur of like just the, yeah. just, you know, it's like they're, they're like almost like speedster. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Fast, yeah. Flash. You know? Like it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. And just stuff like that, you know, but like on a small scale. Yeah. Um, and just, there's a, there's you know, a, just the, and, and all the sort of, stuff that they can do you know and i mean they they kind of touched a little bit on that in like brand circuit dracula with the sort of taking different forms like yeah, the, yeah, yeah the wolf form and the bat form and things mm. like that but um this is where they really kind of you know this is this is where it really set the stage for like stuff like you know like the the white wolf role-playing yeah. game type yeah. of thing where it's all well like the power the, 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 that came before from, this like vampire of the eternal struggle came out Quite a few but years not before, before this. the book. That's no, not saying. before the book. No, no, no. Yeah. It, it was influenced by the book, and yeah. then uh, this movie was the best thing that ever happened to that game. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, like yeah. that 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 stuff is from the books. And, oh, yeah. And, and yeah. Rice yeah. really yeah. turned it into a well, thing she, where, she, where they're almost like you know she, like superhero level. Yeah, power, exactly. Yeah. You know, rather yeah. than just it's being a, like it's a really interesting development you know? of like in a way it was like it's like I guess you could call it like. I mean, because of the era, you could call it, like, the new vampire. Yeah. Like, you'd, you'd spell it N-U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I you know, you. but, like, you. so unlike, and even unlike, like, it, it, because, I, I mean, I don't know how popular the book, her book was, the interview with Vampire, when it originally came out. Um, I mean, obviously, post the movie, the movie probably made it sell millions I mean, it of copies. it must have been pretty because there was already, like, uh, the uh, entire yeah. original run of the series the was, series, like, four yeah. books was yeah. out already before um, the movie even started out, so. it is, it's... It, it was interesting, like, what an enormously different take on vampires that was for the time, uh, considering how movies coming out at that time, like in the 80s, uh, still fell to the traditional, you yeah. know, Nosferatu, Dracula style. Yeah. Um, let's say, I have to say it when you say his name, you have to say Dracula. 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 You have the accent. Yeah. Um, and let's say with a new... D. Yeah, my, your friend, D. D. Uh, <laughs> such a good... Uh, the blood is the life. Um... But, uh, and, and then, like, that movie hit, 
and the combination of like that series of books and then movie just like bred into like kind of kind of changing vampires not not in necessarily that way but i think maybe freeing vampires from saying having to be stuck with a lot of um because then throughout the 90s and then especially more recently i guess in in the 2000s like you can do anything you want with vampires like and it's as long as it's done well you know i still feel like there's less variety than i would like though yeah i think there's certain trappings just are kind of you're stuck with otherwise you know but i still think and when you well at a certain point you can when you start pulling away from those trappings you end up with things like twilight yeah and nobody wants that again so (laughs) uh yeah. Although, uh, interesting bit of trivia, uh, something I'd forgotten about because when I was looking, because 30 Days a Night was almost on my list. Um, director of 30 Days a Night, also director of Twilight. <laughs> Which is like, wow, yeah, that's, a, a, that's an interesting... People, there was a bunch of people that were involved with, with the tw- movies that yeah, were, yeah. are good, you know, solid yeah. film mm-hmm. people. But, you know, they were making a certain product for a certain market. Yeah. I don't blame anyone no, no, for no, making no. Twilight. And, and, it's, was. and I've seen... And There's I've seen nothing an, wrong with it. I've seen a number of interviews with lots of people involved in that. And everybody was like, yeah, it was dumb. But guess what? We made a lot of money. So well, who, it's not just you know, about making money. It's no, but it was like, like, like we made a successful some, franchise. Know, like there's a lot know. of actors that are really good actors like, like that that were involved with it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's actors who who started there who owe their career to that. Yeah. You and, know, and like it's like I and I don't begrudge that at all. I don't no, think there's no, no. anything wrong with Twilight. Like I think it's funny to make fun of it sometimes because there's a lot of stuff that you. <laughs> well, it's a bit on the ridiculous. There's a lot of stuff that you can really, really can make fun of. Yeah, but um. I don't have anything really mm-hmm. against it. I don't yeah. think it's this horrible abomination no, no, because no. it was made for a specific purpose mm-hmm. to cater to a specific yeah. audience. I mean, in, in, in with, it's with, not for I us. I mean, if we had been older, maybe um, at, at when, like, say, and I'm using that, bring that up as a comparison for Interview with the Vampire, yeah. is if we had been made, older, if we had been like, like our age now and Interview with the Vampire came had come out, we might have viewed that as a little more of a bit of a, like, these I wouldn't like it. Really, I like vampires? I wouldn't like, like what it is as this much. Nons- like some of this is real nonsense. If it was new now, I wouldn't like it as much. Yeah, but I would still like it. Yeah. It was. It yeah. still holds up. Yeah. It's really, uh, it's really good. Yeah, this one, this one didn't make my list. I, I just never quite enjoyed it as much as everybody else. Yeah. Like I like. Well, it's As- sort of like Lost Boys, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I guess that's true. Yeah, I like. I definitely like aspects of the movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, and I mean. And again, like I super appreciate like what it did for you know vampire and and the concept of that, um, but yeah, never quite rung with me as well as as some yeah. other movies. Uh, How did you feel about the sequels to it? Uh, like, well, uh, there's only one. Oh right, they only did uh, they only did uh, they did Queen of the Damned, Queen of the Damned, kind right. of like a mix of elements of the second and third, third books, book. Which yeah, second book is the Vampire Lestat, the third is Queen of the Damned. They put out a movie called Queen of the Damned that was kind of a mix of elements of those. That's two. That's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, didn't, it's, I didn't dig it. It's very terrible, much, but. but it has some interesting elements yeah. that you, it's made. It was made by a totally different yeah. group of people, so it wasn't connected at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. It seems so weird. Like the giant hit that it was. Yeah, they never made more. That like they, they even, didn't they immediately sort of be like, up. in two years we have to get yeah, another. They, you know, well, but they didn't do that. I back guess then. yeah. Back then it was very different. Yeah, you didn't just immediately go into the sequel. Yeah, um, you set it up for the sequel, sequel. but sometimes yeah. it just didn't. And happen. considering like source material already done, yeah, it you was, know, and it was all set up, but, uh, but yeah, it never it never happened. 
Um, so the Queen of the Damned wasn't made until much, much later, many years later, um, and it flopped badly, so yeah. they never did anything more with it after that. That's rough. Um, it's too bad. It had some interesting elements. It's probably about due for a remake. But it wasn't particularly great now. It's It's been enough years, they'll probably remake yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, oh. Oh, it could be know. good. <laughs> I, I could see it as being something good like... Um, as uh like a netflix or like a like a oh yeah, premium yeah, yeah cable like a series yeah because then you could really go through and tell the sort of the saga as it were you're not constrained you to know? like um 120 minutes you you're know, not a bit yeah. kind of like what true blood did but instead of like almost immediately yeah. like jumping the shark, the shark yeah. and going off in your own direction well, the, you, stick more to the yeah, books and the kind of adapt, game of thrones of game of thrones it you yeah, know, like or, Game of yeah. Thrones had things yeah. with that they changed yeah. that because they thought they would work better for the show or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they still kind of roughly yeah. stick with, yeah. you know. But I mean, just in terms of like like that like, level of True Blood is basically after like about halfway through the second, second season, season, it's unrecognizable and all for, yeah. to anyone familiar yeah. with the books. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's they even beast. already have an overall title built right in because. Yeah. The, the Interview of the Vampire is part of the Vampire Chronicles. Chronicles, yeah. And it literally, I mean, they even put that, they advertised I mean, that. I mean, you could literally just call the show the Vampire Chronicles. Yeah, and they, and, they yeah. advertised the film as That's if they right. were part of it. They were like, you know, Interview with the Vampire, the Vampire Chronicles. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, we'll be more of these Vampire Chronicles. Nope. No, 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 so, well, there will be, but it won't be good, and yeah. then there'll never be another so, one. <laughs> so definitely, I could see it working yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be a chance to go back and... and redo some of the things that that were kind of radically altered for the movie um, yeah. as good as the movie was there are certain things that are just completely different um that you could go back and kind of maybe do it a little bit more similar um to the source so i mean i, I think it'd be a great idea personally if it's, yeah. Yeah, as long as it's done well. grab some good actors grab a good director yeah, as long as it's done well but yeah. you know but i mean i think you know something like netflix or something like that would be great, oh, yeah. great yeah. for that kind of thing because they seem to be doing that sort of thing like where like the uh, Lim- well, Netflix wants to do all that original content, like, like the Lemmy Snicket series of unfortunate yeah, events, yeah. where they made that one movie and it was really well done. Yeah, but then they didn't do any no, more, they didn't... so they didn't have a chance to actually finish it. Which again, that's the false in category of one of those. So like, now, what they, happened there? Like, so, did they just drop the ball? Well, like that movie was well received and well liked. When you have something that's based around um, child actors. It's always you tough. have to move fast yeah. because they grow. They become up adult actors very, real quick. very quickly. <laughs> yeah, and so you have to basically have like the Harry Potter situation where like you do not waste any time. Yeah, and you get on that and you mm-hmm. just pound them out. Yeah, um, and and so which the movies is not the very actors. very hard to do because uh, the film business generally does not work that way. No, no. it takes a long time yeah, to yeah. get anything kind of organized yeah. and get anything uh, especially because nobody wants to take that risk of setting up stuff until they know the first one's a success. Yeah. So know. now Netflix is doing a re a remake yeah. where they're doing it as a series where they're going to be able yeah. to go through the entire run. Yeah, you know, which will be easy. You know, because basically, I mean, the movie that they did was basically like I think it was the first. That was Jim Carrey in that, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, that's right. That's counter right. off in the in the Netflix version. So, oh, that's cool. I think oh, that's a pretty that's, good. That's great. Yeah, good sure. lateral move yeah. there. Um, but uh, um, in the movie, I think they covered the first three or four books <laughs> because they're so short. well. They're a little like no kid novellas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like to do. A series and have it be like you know they could basically do like a book per episode 
and then you know you're, you're 13 episodes and you're done, done. The series and you have a nice fully yeah. complete version yep so 50 minute episodes yeah. to that yeah. um but anyways i could see yeah. something along those lines with with the vampire chronicles where mm. you did series and just you know yeah. did um you know a book Ooh, per season type of thing fantastic and then, you know yeah yeah no that's good yeah yeah so yeah interview anyways, with the vampire yeah interview with the vampire 94 so uh, i always think it's 93 i keep thinking it's 93 all the mm-hmm. time and then every time i see like a reference to it i'll be like oh it was 94 oh man i keep i do that with near dark too where i always oh, think it's 86 thanks. and it's actually 87 <laughs> but uh yeah. uh okay so my number one uh movie we've already discussed so i was our i guess our first crossover uh 1992 francis ford coppola's dracula <laughs> <laughs> sorry dracula yeah <laughs> your friend d francis dear francis ford coppola your friend d, d. um yeah uh so we've we've already talked about that yeah, uh yeah, it yeah. is to me it's just kind of the yeah it's awesome. uh, it's the the quintessential dracula as, like vampire say, as dracula it as, would be for yeah. me too except for the fact that it just has some real kind of like yeah. unfortunate flaws here mm-hmm. and there here and there so but yeah, yeah. I, I think for 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 the central yeah for the central thing of 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 um anthony hopkins van helsing versus Gary Oldman's Dracula. I mean, you can't beat that match no. matchup. You know, I, I was gonna, I was gonna goof and and bring uh, one of our previously viewed vampire movies uh, as as my number one, uh, but even I could not bring Captain Kronos. <laughs> even I oh. couldn't say Captain Kronos as my number I liked one. Captain Kronos. Yeah, it was fine. It was just like top five material. <laughs> but I, liked, I liked it. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. fun. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, no, it was it was good, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Bram Stoker's Dracula was awesome. Yeah. No. Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Yeah. All right. So you're number one. Well, well, it's kind of a similar situation because <laughs> you've already talked yeah. about it. But my favorite vampire movie has always been and always will be is Near Dark. Yeah. 1987. So, but I just I felt weird because was, when you no. brought it up, I was like, ah, oh, but it's not until my one. It's not like the next one coming up. So I didn't really want to chime in. I was. But at the same time, I was like, oh, I, I guess I'll just have to wait. Super, I was like 99% sure it was probably going to be your one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was favorite. like, my favorite for me. I was trying to figure my list so I could also make it my one just so we no, could do fine. it together. And I was just like, you know, I like it, but I don't like it. Yeah, like, totally and I, I felt it, yeah, you know. It's totally but, yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. But yeah, no. Yes. But no, Near Dark is so good. It's awesome. Yeah. No, it has everything is, uh, you need. It has all all the fiber that you need in your diet. In your in your, in your vampire diet, yeah, yeah. yeah no, uh, to, yeah. So uh, I'll just uh, quickly shoot down my list here. So uh, number five is Only Lovers Left Alive. Four is Lost Boys. Three is Near Dark. Two is Let the Right One In. And number one is Bram Stoker's Dracula. All right. So I, my five was thirst, but you know it could be almost anything i had to pick something so that was just yep. that was the most interesting yep, fair enough that was the most that's, interesting that's, newer that's sometimes one that that's good that's sometimes that that's good stood yeah. out. so uh four is 30 days night three mm-hmm. was my dracula picks which was uh 1931's dracula 1958's horror dracula from hammer films, mm-hmm. uh and 1992's bram stoker's dracula uh my number two is interview the vampire and my number one is near dark awesome uh, I got a couple of extra Ulcerans here. Okay, cool. Um, a lot of these didn't they didn't make the list for specific reasons. Some of them were very close. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll probably chime in on some because I'm sure some of them uh, that would count. For me. The Night Stalker from 1972. Yeah. Uh, a bit kitschy, but fun. It's a fun vampire movie. 
Um, yeah, Kitschy's not always bad. No. If no. it's well done. Yeah. Uh, Third Days of Night, which was on your list. Yeah. Uh, Night Watch slash Day Watch. That one... Not really vampire movies. Well, that's, that's a thing. That's why them. they missed my list, because I was like... But there is some they very are cool vampire They're technically vampires. And There's vampires in them. Yeah, but, but that's... But they're not yeah, actually That's kind of neither here nor there. It's, yeah. They're like yeah. urban uh, yeah. fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually just a couple nights ago rewatched Night Watch. I remember really enjoying this. I enjoyed it again. Laura had never seen it, and so we watched it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a damn good one. Okay, now I'm going to watch Day Watch, you watch and then be disappointed that there's no third one. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Don't yeah. even get me started. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice the, um, or did you watch, for Night Watch, did you watch the international version? I, I'm pretty sure I did. With, the, yeah. with all the crazy subtitles? Oh, yeah. uh, oh no, I, no, it was not. It was oh, not well, that. That's unfortunate. Yeah, because yeah. fir- I have seen that version, though. Crazy subtitles are awesome. Yeah, yeah. I have seen that oh, version. Oh, they're so though. cool. Yeah. They're so cool. Yeah. Like, like the, the vampire subtitles are like, like look like almost like dripping blood. Blood, like and, like yeah. red and kind of like they sort of have this smeary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the part where um, when he goes to the witch at the beginning. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. The part where he's like falling back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going like... Ooh. And you see like all the subtitles are basically just like... Falling, flying at his like, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I have seen that version. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. so it's so cool. Yeah. No, the version yeah. last night was just like stripped. The, the Russian version yeah, with, the, with, with the, the subtitles. subtitles. Yeah. Which is what like um, if you want uh, in Daywatch... They, that's what they did for the international yeah, version. They just released they the didn't Russian do version the, with yeah. standard subtitles. They didn't do so the that's cool version. But at the same time, you're also not missing out on anything because yeah. they didn't cut anything. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like with Nightwatch, the international version does have a few little trims here and oh, there, okay. but it's it's got the extra cool subtitles. So you know, that's fine. Um, I got one. That's an example of movies where, like, I I just especially because they never made the third movie, I would love to read the books. Yeah. And yeah. apparently. The translations that have been done are not good. Are not good. And I keep humming and, and hauling over picking just to damn just it, I'm going to read them anyway. And yeah. just be like, okay, I realize it's not the perfect translation, mm. but I'm just going to go for it. Mm. Um, you know? Yeah. I guess I'm just going to have to learn Russian. To yeah, read yeah, exactly. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, I got uh, Dracula, Prince of Darkness from 1966. Uh, one of my I, kind of Dracula movies that I like. Which one is that? Um, it's the one with um, where uh, Dracula's dead and he's brought back by uh, the he's been ki- he was killed by Van Helsing and he's brought back by um, uh, they they kill a virgin and they mix her blood in with his ashes and uh, is that from the Hammer series? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's um, I'm looking at the actor now who plays uh, Chris Lee plays Dracula in it. Again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like this. It's yeah. like the second of the Hammer series, not including yeah, yeah, Brides of Dracula. Um and uh yeah yeah I guess the other Brad's right I haven't seen well, Dracula's that. not in that yeah. right because no. he he dies in in he dies at the end of like every movie, movie. movie yeah so yeah. like he dies at the end of Horror of Dracula and mm-hmm. then they made Brad's Dracula without him but with Peter Cushing mm-hmm. and then I guess they brought him back for for Dracula Prince of Darkness yeah uh, you want to see a really uh crazy movie that is tangentially has a vampire in it uh Vampire's Kiss. With Nicolas Cage, yeah. reacts like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting take on vampires is Daybreakers. Not a not I haven't a, seen it. Not a great. You, you told me it wasn't very good. So it's I, not a great movie, but it's an interesting take on the vampires. It's it's the what if vamp what if vampires win scenario. Yeah, you know, um, which is like usually. I mean, movies they're either like they're always 
you know, have to remain hidden or they, you know, they can get staked. You know, yeah. that's almost. It's like it's it's like the actual outcome of, of what of what they were working towards in in ultraviolet. In ultraviolet, exactly. The, the yeah. British show. Um, Not the movie Ultraviolet, which is a completely different. That's thing. a different, completely different movie. Yeah. Get, um, get confused by that. 2011's Fright Night with yeah. uh, what's his name playing the vampire. Vampire. Yeah, that was good. Um, see, Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell. Just, yeah, thank for you. those who don't know who what's his name uh, is, what's his name? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it was that was really well done. I've I've never been like a huge fan of of the original. Um, it was never like a thing. yeah. It was okay. It was never a thing where it was like yeah. a big like. I would say even I'm not a big fan. Of, I'm not a big fan of Lost Boys, but I like Lost Boys more yeah. than Friday Night. But um, um, for remakes, as remakes go, yeah. like the new one was was enjoyable. Yeah. And uh, for a more recent sort of uh, I guess comedy vampire one, uh, what we do in the shadows. I haven't seen that yeah. yet either. Uh, I want to re- really quite good, really quite good. Yeah. Um, as you may you you brought up. Um, uh, before the the podcast, we're talking about a little bit, you know, what might show up on our list. And you brought up how I often have like a, an animated, yeah, you know, something from Japan. Usually on my list, that uh, it was a bit of a it was a bit of slim pickings for this. A lot of vampire stuff for that usually is in TV serial rather than movie. Yeah, but um, uh, a movie I know we've both seen, uh, Vampire Hunter D. Which wow, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's so, that's which classic. is that's like from it's the, it's about vampires, but they're kind of the most. They're more just like monsters. They yeah. call vampires. Well, it's, like, um, it's, it's just really like, it's like way from out dusk there. Till dawn. It, you see, from dusk till dawn show up on a lot of vampire yeah. lists, and it's just like really. They're just weird. I, yeah. Monsters. Okay. Technically, I yeah. guess they call them vampires, vampires but they're just monsters. But are they really? Yeah. Yeah. Like they kill them more like zombies. Yeah. Exactly. And, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's kind of silly to me. It's a great movie. Yeah. Not a good vampire movie. No. No. Because they're not really I, I, I've, I've, I, There's a lot of vampire movies I've like. I've sort of seen like those kind of complaints leveled against. Like, eh, are these really vampires? Yeah. You know, and and it, well, I mean, it's, it's very, I guess there's. I mean, at a certain point, it gets into semantics. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. if you call it a vampire, is it yeah, a vampire? Yeah, yeah exactly. Is right. it a vampire if you don't call no, it a vampire? vampire? What if you never call it a vampire, I mean, but it yeah, clearly yeah. is a vampire? Is it still a vampire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you call it a vampire, but it has no if we, nothing in common? If we have a TV show that runs for eleven dozen seasons, and we never call the zombies zombies, and we just call them walkers, are they zombies? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. At least, at least, uh, you know, if you're gonna be confident, call them vampires. Yeah. I mean, like, or uh, Dracula. Yeah, even <laughs> something like in Let the Right One In, where they only say the word vampire yeah. once in the entire movie, exactly, and yeah. it's the one time when, like, he when he finds out about mm-hmm. her, and then. Uh, he's like he says like oh are you a vampire and she goes I drink blood to uh, live I guess so yeah. she doesn't say yeah, yes. yes she yeah. doesn't confirm yes I am a vampire she just says I oh, drink blood to live I mean so it's like okay I guess I mean yes you can straight up they mention the, they say the word vampire once in near dark it yeah. is it is like they never refer they, it's one character consistently wondering what's happening to them and the rest of them reveling what they are but they never like they never even like because they never. There's no explanation, yeah. and and I think that is that is sort that of may have been, come about because of the whole thing of it wasn't originally planned uh, to be, be about a vampires. vampires maybe. Yeah, you know, I don't know, okay, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't really have a runner-up list, but mm-hmm. there's a few things that I could definitely mention quickly um, that are ones that I enjoy that um, I wouldn't put on the list because they're not really um, list listy enough. But um, uh, one that I've always uh, kind of 
Doug that I know is a terrible movie, but um, I it it I almost even considered putting it on my list at like number five or something because it's just one that I've always enjoyed, even though I know it's really bad. Is um, the Forsaken? Oh, which is uh, from two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Um, that would kind of fall into a bit of that guilty pleasure aspect. Um, it's very early nineties. Yeah, all the music is just super like like early nineties cheesy, and it's like it feels like um like it's like a early 90s sorry early 2000s yeah yeah i know uh, what you meant actually yeah 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 well i said 2001 and then i said early 90s i meant i meant early 2000s but it's like all that real early 2000s kind of style um it's uh it it feels a bit more like kind of like tv from that era Mm. except that it has like r-rated movie content um yeah it's it's pretty cheeseball but I still enjoy it. I don't know why. I just do. No, it's fine. It's one of those things. Um, I like the concept behind it. So, um, Dracula two thousand is another one. Yeah, I was actually wondering. I, I love that one. That, that is I like a Dracula. universally panned movie, love, but it's actually pretty enjoyable. I love, I love Dracula two thousand, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's it's really bad. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's fun. It's still fun to watch. But it's yeah, yeah. like it's bad, but it's good. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's it's. it's it's just very it's very entertaining. that was actually that was actually one that i kind of wish i had i i'd gone back and watched because uh i was well, like i remember i liking showed it. it to you yeah and you did not respond well yeah you seemed to really not like it yeah when i showed it to you the first time. first time and i i remember like not liking it and then i was like and then but I, i'd seen it since then and i like and all like i i you know got got sort of began to enjoy it and then i was like i wonder how the reviews on that were and i was like oh it kind of did like yeah universally bad i was like oh, no, it's bad as, as forsaken though. oh no look no. at the forsaken sometime i think it's something like six percent oh, or something like that like it's literally oh, almost zero brutal. positive response wow um yeah and it is terrible but it's terrible in a entertaining way i don't know yeah. and it's not even in a so bad it's good type of way because mm-hmm. i'm not really into that it's just I don't know it's just like let go yeah just go with the flow yeah yeah just go with it yeah. it's cool mm-hmm. um it's kind of like a uh really bad early 2000s remake of near dark but not anything like near dark yeah <laughs> but it kind of I think it's because inspired. It has, well because yeah. it has like a sort of like a southwest kind of mm-hmm. setting and it has that sort of desert kind of feel you know or southern you know um west you know southwest kind of feel um and uh just you know mm-hmm. some other those kind of elements um but anyways yeah um and then there's stuff like um i really like like the underworld series but that's not really that's more like a gothic action films that yeah you know where they have vampires but they're more like you know superhumans and, mm-hmm. and then there's the whole werewolf thing so i mean it's it's kind of a bunch of different things together um so i like those a lot but i would never consider them to be vampire movies per se yeah um they're more just entertaining action movies um and same with like the Blade. Yeah, well, like the Blade series. I never, just I, ne- I never dug though. I, I sort of like the first one. But. Yeah, I like the, the the one that everyone hates the most, or that says is the worst, is Blade Trinity, the third one. Yeah, and that's the one I, I like. never even saw. That. That's the one I like the most because it's just entertaining. Mm. It's just entertainment, and it's just like it doesn't. It's just so like ridiculous, but it's really entertaining. Like half of it is just Ryan Reynolds, like like being. <laughs> 
being Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds. basically <laughs> just like, like one-liners and 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 being sarcastic. Maybe I should and it's watch like that if one. people like uh, a lot of people like now like it's like people hated it then, but like now with like Deadpool and stuff yeah. being out, like I imagine like it's like go back and watch Blade Trinity now because basically it's the same character. Yeah, it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. It's, just, it's Ryan Reynolds. He was doing. He the, was he was practicing a decade ago. He was practicing. It's just like him yeah. being really sarcastic and like and joking all the time and in the face of you know i really don't see the difference yeah. plus it's got like jessica biel you know and, and and i think part of the problem was that people didn't like it at the time because they were like oh well it's not really a blade movie because he's like a supporting character in his own yeah. movie you know and it's just like yeah it's true that the other characters are kind of more the main characters but it, i mean it's all three of them really it's the three yeah. it's the three main characters mm-hmm. um and you know it's technically it's a, a marvel movie yeah of course <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> I guess because um, it was that, it's Marvel characters well, and then Blade, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Blade and then especially at the Trinity because that's that uh, the yeah. Trinity was the three of them that's straight from the comics but yeah yeah well the the Jessica Biel's character Hamilton not, and Jessica Biel's not character's not from the comics because she plays oh. um, Whistler's daughter oh she plays Whistler's daughter um, rather than Whistler being in and it, then yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah um, Hannibal King is, is Hannibal is, yeah. uh, that's right Hannibal not Hamilton yeah, yeah is um Ryan Reynolds character. He is from the comics, although it's nothing like how no, he no, is no, in the comics. No, no. But yes, he's tec- neither he's technically yeah, a comics character. Blade, neither is Blade in the, in the movie. Well, that's so, true yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's another Dracula. Cause, yeah, because yeah. Dracula's the bad guy yeah. in, in Blade Trinity. So, yeah. um, and if, and in that one, they take it to even further extreme of like where you know the the Dracula thing of him like shape shifting, where he can take on a wolf form or like a, a a bat form or stuff like that. In Blade Trinity, like Dracula can like literally like like look like other people like, yeah you can yeah, literally yeah. just like shapeshift mm-hmm. into, into other, other people, people and yeah. stuff like that you know they really expand his powers out more um but yeah yeah uh if you're interested in hearing what we have to say about a specific vampire movie uh roll back the tape uh 61 episodes to episode eight where we reviewed captain chronos vampire hunter uh was it oh, right because it was the one after yep. james bond yeah. yeah yeah it was episode eight a long long time ago wow. yeah yeah and, and and that's actually honestly um, not a great movie. It's good. I it's enjoyed a, it. Yeah, it's fun. But but definitely a good example of like a very different take. Oh yeah. On vampire genre, mm-hmm. and and I really commend them for that. I'm mm-hmm. sure I said that back yeah. then. You gotta put so. the you gotta put the frog in the box. It's yeah. high trap the vampires. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So. so yeah. So that's our top five uh, vampires. Mm-hmm. Um. If you think we have missed something important, or we were wrong, or you have a favorite I, vampire I, I film, oh yeah. <laughs> if you think we're wrong, well, you're wrong. Um, uh, shoot us an email oh, or uh, message one, on Facebook. Another one that I should mention. Oh, honorable mentions. Okay. Um, I do own it, but I don't really like it that much. <laughs> but um, it's um, John Carpenter's Vampires. Oh, um, because um, I just never I really forgot liked it about that it. much. <laughs> it, it's kind of cool it has a good sort of different take on things um of course i'm a big john carpenter fan yeah but this was kind of in that period where it was sort of like beginning to be the mm. end um i think after the early 90s he basically like started to really drop off um and so it's not a bad it's uh, james woods right yeah 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 it's not a bad and so not a bad this was kind of the beginning of that kind of period where he was sort of really dropping off um, it was like this and like, you know, Escape from L.A. and oh, sort yeah. of that whole kind of like the mid-90s. I remember liking Escape from L.A. at the time, but I'm sure it doesn't stand up. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's definitely one that should be mentioned as an honorable mention because I know it's a popular one, Mm -hmm. and uh, it has some. It has definitely some really good elements to it. So the music's great. There, as, there's as, definitely as it is in every Car- John yeah. Carpenter movie. There's definitely been a few vampire movies done. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. There's tons. Yeah. I still. I mean, I own tons more that we haven't even talked about yeah, yeah. because I do collect like a lot of mm-hmm. vampire movies, even if they're ones that I wouldn't necessarily put on the top of the pile. But yeah, you know, I still enjoy them for what they are. It's one mm-hmm. of my favorite subgenres. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'll pretty much watch any vampire movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, so so that's it for this week. Uh, next week is episode seventy and our top five films of the seventies. Yeah, very uh, very excited. Yeah, you're you're super super excited. I'm I'm. Oh man, I hate you. <laughs> love the seventies so because much. it's literally like like the five films mm-hmm. on this list are going to be five of my most favorite. Films that's of awesome. All time, that is awesome yeah. because a there are so many good movies that came out that decade but also because it is one of my favorite decades overall mm. anyway of, of film and, we, and funny enough almost entirely retroactively because oh. obviously we, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. didn't grow up in the 70s so you know when I was growing up it was all 80s and early 90s movies exactly yeah. um, so it wasn't until kind of early 90s early to mid 90s when I was seeking out a lot of movies for myself and getting kind of old enough to kind of seek out movies and and choose movies and stuff that i went back and saw a lot of stuff from the 70s that i hadn't seen before i mean some stuff i'd seen obviously but Mm -hmm. but a lot i hadn't until that point and also just age-wise getting to the yeah getting to the right age to see certain things um so it's interesting because it is very retroactive but i think that overall like it's it's one of my Mm -hmm. most favorite decades for movies just because there's so many great ones and yeah like literally without exaggerating i could say that my five picks on the top five of the 70s list are amongst like five out of you know the top 20 probably all time that's awesome like Uh, they're they're just right there at the top so i can't wait yeah no so next week's gonna be an amazing top five list just like this week's was an amazing top five list um, yeah. I think this week, this week's top five leaves kind of sucked, actually. I was kind of, oh! Vampire humor. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> bump, bump, bump. Yeah. All right. So uh, until next week, I'm Chris. Seven. Cheers. Your friend, D. <laughs> D. 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 You got to say it right. You got to be like, D. D. <laughs> <laughs>